1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. We're going to speak with Mary DeMuth. She's an international speaker, podcaster, and author of over 40 books. She loves to help others restore their lives through the books that she writes. And uh, she has um, some ideas and some wisdom to share with us in this book called Love, Pray, Listen, Parenting Your Wayward Adult Kids with Joy. Good morning to you, Mary. Good morning. Well, Mary, this is a, a really, it's a tender spot for so many parents today and the fears of many others. And so would you just tell us the story? Because every story, every book like this has a story behind us. Will you share yours with us today? Yeah, several years ago, I was in a prayer loop with a mom whose uh, joy rose and fell on the choices of her adult children. And at that time, I didn't have adult children. But I kind of made a little vow um, that I didn't want to be that way. And then I had adult children. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, I get this now. Um, so this book was a book I did not want to write. It's hard because it involves you know, so much heartache and um, things that so many parents are going through. But I knew that if, um, there, weren't, there just wasn't a lot out there about this. And so I knew it was time for me to address the subject um, through, the, through the reading of 1 Corinthians 13, which was kind of the framework of the book. What, is, what does love look like in practice? Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for just giving us a little background behind it. And uh, so what does it look like then? You said that the, your friend that you were praying with said that their joy rose and fell with their adult children. So what does it look like to be the parent of a wayward child, especially well, does, an adult child? Look, yes. Uh, it can look a lot like a roller coaster. And in these days, the waywardness looks different. It can be a deconstructing child. It could be someone who's uh, questioning their gender, um, their, their sexuality. Uh, it could be addicted kids. It could be kids um, just kind of maligned by social media or uh, battling suicidal ideation and mental mm -hmm. health issues. There's a lot of things that they're dealing with that our parents, when we were their age, were not dealing with. And so it's just important that we unpack the timelessness of Scripture and figure out how can we find joy today, even if things are not going as we hoped or expected. Okay. 
And so um, my question to you, for because this happens to a lot of parents when their uh, kids get into college or it become young adults. We were even looking at some statistics about young adults and spirituality that more and more are walking away from the faith. Where can parents find comfort when their child begins to question or walk away from Christianity? How do they get themselves out of the arguing loop as well? Well, the third word in the book is listen. So um, (laughs) that's actually one of the things that I've learned uh, through trial and error making tons of mistakes. And that is this art of holy curiosity. And to just be utterly curious instead of judgy about our kids and their journey, just to be curious about it, which takes a lot of patience and restraint And I think underneath all that is this underlying knowing that God loves our children way more than we possibly could, even though that's hard for us to grasp, and that He does have a journey for them, even though it may not be our timing. And the other thing that's really helped me is looking back at myself in my 20s and how kind of messed up and lost I was and broken and traumatized and all the things that I walked through. God was so patient with me during that time. And therefore, I know that if he's patient with me, he can be patient with my kids. That's such a good <laughs> word, especially because we see the choices that they're making. We can, you know, just because we're a little bit older, not that we're wiser, but we're a little further up the road and up the mountain so we can see maybe where those choices are, are leading them. And we so want to stop that. So that gets us into that argumentative loop. All right, how do you do it? How do you bite your tongue and get into this <laughs> holy listening, this holy curiosity with your kids when you so want to help them? You do. And that's a normal, obviously a great thing to want for your kids. And what I've found is I've had to learn to be quiet until they ask for advice. And because now we're in a different relationship, I'm not in the parent-child relationship anymore. I'm more like peer-to-peer, which is really super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has happened. And I have um, kids that have come back around and said, hey, what would you do in this situation? I'm, of course, internally jumping up and down and my voice is super steady, like, oh, I don't know. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm like, woohoo, they're asking my advice because um, it's been so long. But uh, yeah, but there's a patience involved in that, which is not easy for parents. We're in a conversation with our new friend, Mary DeMuth, and she's written a book called Love, Pray, Listen, and it's how to parent your wayward adult kids with joy. And Mary, you were just, you know, talking to us about ways to listen better and to and to hold back and, you know, to just find that connection with your adult children as uh, so that you can maybe have uh, down the line an ability to share when they come to you. But what if they are not coming to you right away and the issue specifically has to do with sexuality in our culture? And I ask this because we've had listeners who've asked us for help and advice and resources as their children have chosen to um, pursue a gay lifestyle or um, maybe transgendered or even who uh, just have friends who are LGBTQ plus and they just don't like the church's stance on it or the Bible's stance on it. And that's causing them to question and to maybe turn away and walk away. Uh, how? What are some steps for parents who are dealing with that? a great question. And I think that's where having open communication is, is really important and without um, angst and ire and anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not easy to do. But one thing I would say is we have to understand what's going on in our, 
our culture right now. And what the culture says is that if you love someone, not only will you approve of what they do, no matter what choice that is, but you will applaud it. And I don't see that in scripture anywhere. And I also have learned that um, to love someone doesn't necessarily mean to agree with them or to applaud their choices. And so I think it's, it's a lie to say that parents have to approve or applaud either the choices their children are making or the choices their friends are making. Um, but in light of that, it's really important when we're having those conversations is that we say what we believe to be the biblical narrative one time, and they probably already know it, but just to be sure, uh, and then be quiet and don't say it again. Because I, I have seen parents kind of hammer it over and over and over. But once it's been said once, like, this is what the biblical sexual ethic is, whether that means not sleeping around prior to marriage. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to deal with mm -hmm. homosexuality or, or other choices that are happening. Um, but you say it once and then you let it be because they exactly know how you feel. Okay, that's wise, that's wise advice because we, we do know the truth and then we want to share the truth and they're not getting it. So we feel we need to share the truth and share <laughs> the truth and share the truth, <laughs> right? And so, yes, making sure that they know where you stand, they probably do, but just pointing them back to biblical truth and then loving them through the process. Now you've taken this book and you've walked through 1 Corinthians 13 using that as your guide. And so just taking the three words that you have for the title of this book, love, pray, listen, it seems like that should be our guide, regardless of the issue that they're going through right now. Well, really, that's why it's called that, because I was thinking to myself, what can I do? I, I'm no longer the, you know, the parent in control, so to speak, which was an illusion anyway, but I like to think that I had it. Um, but what's rather than this, no control, what can I do? I can't change them. I can't be their Holy Spirit. I can't do those things, but I can love. No one's going to stop me from loving them. Mm -hmm. No one can stop me for, pray, for um, praying for them. And then if we're still in relationship, because some kids have ghosted their parents and some parents have ghosted mm. their kids, mm. but if we are in a relationship, I can still listen. And so those are the things that we can do, and it helps us not to feel so helpless, like, oh my goodness, I have nothing I can offer here, but actually there's quite a bit. And um, that, that to me has been very comforting. Okay, that is okay. so good to know. You're hearing the voice of Mary DeMuth talking through the principles of love, pray, listen, adulting, or adulting, parenting adult children, <laughs> yeah, teaching them how to adult. Yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes a difficult <laughs> thing in its own right. And, you know, as I've spoken with uh, people that have had this particular difficulty where they have been ghosted by mm. their kids, how do you respond there? Is there a way that you can somehow overcome open that door or something, because you know that their heart goes out to their children, um, but when there's no response, how do you break through that? One of the things that um, we can always do is we can ask God to examine our hearts and examine our lives. And so in light of that, there have been times where I have apologized for the past, like, oh my goodness, like we were church planters in France for several years, and um, it was really hard. And I kind of lost my personality during that time and wasn't the best mom because I was kind of zombieing. And I've had to ask my kids for forgiveness for that. And so one way back in possibly could be 
being willing to be humble enough to ask for forgiveness. And then also to ask the question, what can I do to repair this relationship if they're listening to you somehow? Um, is there something that I can do? And sometimes there isn't, but sometimes you might learn something um, about your adult child um, and you, you might know of a step back in. And part of that is toiling in prayer because sometimes we just need to pray and let the Holy Spirit work and do his work. Okay. Thank you. Such great, uh, great wisdom for this um, time that we're living in for so many parents and the things that they're experiencing with their adult children. We've been talking with Mary DeMuth, and the name of her book is Love, Pray, Listen, Parenting Your Wayward Adult Kids with Joy. And uh, we just thank you so much for being with us today.